get into love. It tricks your ego into shutting up because it's generosity. It's for someone else. You get so busy going into love and how much of that can I muster? How much of that can I muster today? And how many people by the end of today could I reinforce their dreams? Could I show up in their life? It's about them. Thanks to Gusto for supporting this episode. Gusto offers all-in-one payroll and HR for growing businesses. Whether your team is in person, remote, or a combination with Gusto, keeping your team on track is easy. Go to gusto.com slash dreamjob for your first three months free. Also, thanks to Issue. Create once and distribute everywhere. Everything is optimized to post on your website and social platforms. Get started with Issue today for free or sign up for a premium account and get 50% off at issue.com slash podcast and use the promo code dreamjob. And thanks to NetSuite, the business management software that handles every aspect of your business in an easy-to-use cloud platform. Over 29,000 businesses already use NetSuite. Head to netsuite.com slash dreamjob for a special one-of-a-kind financing offer. Hey guys, it's Kathy. Welcome back to the podcast. It's always so cool to have you here. It's just such an extraordinary journey we've been on the last five years. Like I started the show in my closet five years ago, I did not have an Instagram account. I didn't have an email list. I was a songwriter. I was a mom. I had three little babies at the time, three kids under the age of four. And my youngest was about three weeks old. And a lot of you know all this, but it's just amazing to me how so many of you have been with me this whole time. And some of you found it a little bit later, but I'm just, I'm just so grateful for the opportunity to have this connection. It's really so awesome that in so many other generations, maybe we never would have met, right? Like we live in different cities. We live in different countries. Some of us, we, we just have different lives and yet we were able to connect like this and it's just been such a place like where I've grown and I'm so grateful for the letters and the reviews that you've left. And it means so much that you say that this show adds value to your day, inspires you, gives you a sense of more meaning and more belief in yourself and what's possible. And it does that for me. You do that for me. The guests do that for me. I've learned so much and I just can't wait for the next five months and five years. And it's just, it's really such a gift. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I love that we've now been able to start doing in-person events again. And we did this retreat about a month ago in South Florida and it was so exquisite. It was just so beautiful. Like, you know, when you're in an environment and the energy is so clean and it's so spacious and beautiful and high vibe. It was like that from the moment we started. And it, I was going to say until the end, but like, I feel like it hasn't ended. Like it's just lifted all of us that were a part of it. And it just continues and continues. And we're doing another one in like less than three weeks, August 1st through the 3rd. And I've been doing a giveaway on Instagram and I'm going to do one more, uh, over the next two days. So if you want to get in on this, I'm going to be giving away $300 towards American Airlines, which should hopefully cover your flight or a big part of it, as well as a 50% scholarship to the retreat. We'll be giving away another two more of those. And so if you head to my Instagram, you'll be able to see how to enter. But basically all you have to do to enter is share one of my recent reels if they've inspired you and you can head to Instagram at kathy.heller and then you could come and be with us in Malibu on this beautiful ranch and we are going to we're gonna have the kind of conversation that just helps the world start to make a lot of sense we're gonna really build a model of understanding around who we really are and what this beautiful, incredible, vast universe is that we're swimming in 
and we're going to do meditation and there's going to be a sound bath and we're going to do breath work. And then we're going to have paradigm shifting talks so that you have a different relationship with abundance and with how to create the reality that is the one that you live. So if you want to join me and you want to join this beautiful group of women, there's about 74 women so far coming. Such incredible souls are a part of this. I kid you not, you're going to make some incredible friends, that's for sure. And you'll love just how bougie and rustic and it's just the perfect blend of like luxury meets nature. It's just so gorgeous. If you want to join us, there's a few spaces left and you can go to kathyheller.com slash retreat. And if you want to join the giveaway, go to my Instagram at kathy.heller and you can get in on it there. And one of the things we're also going to ask you to do is to subscribe to this podcast. Um, so make sure that you already are subscribed because it's free to do so. All right. Well, today we're going to share a couple of things with you. First, you're going to hear a piece of a coaching session with one of our community members, Michelle, who was struggling for a while to allow herself to really just step fully into her potential. But lately, She's been making a lot of shifts that have led to some huge changes. It's so inspiring. And I love sharing these conversations because it goes to show that you don't have to be 25 steps ahead of where you are today in order to build the life that you really dream of. I want to give a huge thank you to Michelle for letting us share this with you. I think you're going to leave this episode feeling just more empowered and more capable of creating and receiving. So here we go. Let's talk to Michelle. How are you? I'm I'm better. I don't know if you remember that you spotlighted me in January, I think, and I was uh I was a hot mess on that call. Well you you look good. You look like you're got some clean vibes, like feeling good. Yeah, I've uh I've started running and um back to my meditation practice on a regular basis and it's really, really, really helping. But the reason I, I wanted to put my hand up was um, I, I still have such a hard time like sharing good things that are coming in, but I just felt like today it just felt right. So I have a, a leadership program. I started my own consulting business in 2017 and it was always intended to be a side hustle. It was never intended to be something I would do. And COVID kind of put it on hold. And then I took your class or your programming to do this. And that just started a world for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and in January, when I was on your call, I was really just, I was just so stuck and I couldn't figure out how to get out of this feeling of being stuck. And I knew COVID was part of it because I'm a nurse and I work in healthcare yeah. and there was just a lot going on. So I just, I didn't have any energy and I didn't care. Like I was just very apathetic about everything. And so when I started to sort of come out the other side of that, I was like, well, what can I do? And it was so weird because all I wanted to do was rebrand my website. So I spent time on it and I feel really proud of it. Now it's much more a reflection of who I am. And um, I had some professional photos taken again that are not like headshots. They're, they're me. And I'm so glad that I spent the time because I didn't know what was coming. But I also remember as part of me to do this really about just putting yourself out there and making connections. It's not about selling. It's really just about making those connections. And the irony is that my leadership program, which I launched during me to do this for the first time and had 40 nurses that went through it, uh, is all about leadership from the perspective of caring for self and human connections. So like it's totally aligned with, with what I think anyway. I've just relaunched my program. So it's the second cohort. I have eight women. And two of the girls were crying already on the first call. They're like, this is amazing. You're totally creating space for us to be able to feel seen. And I'm like, well, that's Kathy. Like, I felt like I was sort of channeling you a little bit through that. But I laughed because my first cohort was the exact same week last year. And I didn't know that when I rescheduled it. And I didn't even need the notes that I created for myself That's right. for the web call this year. It just sort of came out of me. And I looked back and I basically kind of had followed the whole script, but I didn't use them. I mean, they were there in case I felt like I needed them, but I just felt so much more 
aligned with that the fact that it was those were my words but they were my words because they were coming out of my mouth they weren't because I was reading them on a page and felt like that was, was knowledge I needed to give them it just happened so much more organically and surrender is my word for 2022 and I had told you I hope there's no littles around in rooms for people that are listening that I was going to manifest the shit out of 2022 and I'm staying true to that I always thought of surrendering as as giving up and what I realize now, it's really about letting go of what isn't serving me. And for me, that was just since our last call, that was just a huge shift for me to realize that I'm not giving up on things. I'm really surrendering the things that I don't need to be controlling anymore so that I can do the things that I need to do. And, and I have started, um, I was starting to answer emails in some of the Facebook groups where I normally just sort of try to pour content into people and I was on this one Facebook group and this woman kind of reached out and said, Hey, I'm looking for some leadership stuff. And I responded and half thinking like, am I getting punked? So she emailed me back a few days later and she said, I'm in Canada. And she said, Hey, Michelle, I work for a big college here in Ontario and we have like micro credentialing programs for international students. And we would love to put your leadership program on our course platform. And I, for a second, I got off the phone with my husband. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm getting punked. Like, I'm pretty sure this is not real. And he's like, why would you say that? And I said, well, cause I just, I literally answered an email in a Facebook group. So I just signed an MOA with them. And the crazy thing is, is that she said to me, you don't have to do anything. Like we have to make some adjustments in terms of how the students will digest the information. But she's like, we're just going to give your program to our design team and they're going to make it beautiful for you. So you don't actually don't even have to spend the money or do anything. There's anything you want. Tell them what you want and they'll create it for you. I'm like, what? And she's like, you have full rights to your program. You're not giving up any intellectual property. And all we're going to do is do a 50-50 share of the revenue. So that's happening. And I've just been like, I've been on tons of podcasts, like I, every opportunity now I can to kind of share and make connections. I'm just so eager now. I, I'm co-authoring a book of 365 women here in Canada who each get profiled for one day of the year. It just became a number one Amazon bestseller. I decided that I was going to, I was like, oh, I need more branding shots. So I connected with this photographer the other day and they're running this special where it's 40 women over 40 and it most of the money goes to charity anyway. And you get this amazing full day of like hair and makeup and the whole glam thing and all of these branding shots. But you know, for me, that's like a self-care day. That's just like something I'm doing for me. It's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited about it. I just feel like I'm so much more in a place of being ready to receive. And the funny thing is, is that when I said about my website, all this stuff is starting to come in now. And all these people are going to my website. My SEO now is ranking number three in Canada for leadership, like places that people are going to find out for like leadership. And I know nothing about S like SEO. I've, I've had to learn a lot really quickly, but I think I would have been so embarrassed if those people would have gone to my old website. That wasn't at all a reflection of like who I am or what I'm doing and how I want to do and impact the world. You know, my, my husband's traveling this month. We're both traveling a lot, but we're going on vacation at the end of the month to wine country here in Canada. And there's houses that we have been looking at for two years. And he said to me, he called me the other day. He's like, Michelle, he goes, I, I, I went around and the houses are now open again because of COVID. You can actually go in and do tours. And I said, we need to book appointments and go because I need to put my feet on the wood. I need to feel the inside of those houses because one of them is going to be ours. And I need to feel that and experience it and know what it's going to feel like to be looking out at our pool in the backyard on a beautiful lake in the house of our dreams. So I said, book the appointments. Like I, I need that because I know now in my core that it's available. So again, here I am crying on yet another call, but it's really happy tears this time because I can just see that the shift is just, they're so small. And when that shift can happen, big things will start to happen. And I just, I'm so excited now to put myself in positions of expansion and I'm not scared anymore. Like I used to be so scared of that. 
And now I just get excited about like, well, what can happen? Send an email. For me, that's not scary anymore. So I just, I wanted to come back on to tell you that because of you and this group and everybody, I just, I'm in such a better place and um, I feel like things are starting to happen. And I, and I just wanted to share that with you because I just feel really, really grateful for being a part of this community. That was like the most beautiful giant hug. And it was like, I don't know if you know this, but you literally hugged all of us. And it's so interesting because the first thing you said was, it's still hard for me to like share when good things happen. And the chat was like so lit up like Christmas lights because there is no you. It's you and me. It's Mm -hmm. us. It is like in that song worthy. She was like, that's it. It's, it's you and me, right? Listen back to the, the, the song. And so when this tide rises, right? And talk about resonance, every single word, every single sentence, the vibration of you, it's so genuine. It's so beautiful. And so we all feel so happy for us. We feel so happy for you and happy for us that like, good people win and think about the generations, right? Your kids and their kids, and they get to walk that floor and they get to have this heart, the heart of a nurse, right? And that gets to also receive, right? That's it. It's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. That wasn't like one thing that was like nine amazing, gorgeous things that are like all the beginning. And I was like tearing up when you were talking because even before you were tearing up, because I think about what we do see out there. Right. And I want people to see you, right? Like you're so beautiful. And that's what I was thinking, like her eyes, her hair, her face. She's so beautiful. It's like, it's everything that you are. It's the whole package, the whole package. And it's like, this needs to be modeled, right? That's what a model supposed to be, a model, right? Of this. And so I'm so excited and you're so loving. I feel like your vibration is all love. And that's the thing is that when they measure sound waves, when people drop into an open heart and they have monks or even regular people meditate and go into like a compassion practice or a loving kindness practice, they look at right? They look at the way the heart moves and the way the brain activity moves. And it's so fast when we drop into love, it goes faster than the speed of light. So love creates immediately, right? It's instant. And so it's like of all the vibrations, and here's a shortcut. If you're feeling caught in your subconscious, we all get there and we get caught in the self-doubt and it If you can get into love, right, which is not even about you, it's a trick. It tricks your ego into shutting up because it's generosity. It's for someone else. You get so busy going into love and how much of that can I muster? How much of that can I muster today? And how many people by the end of today could I reinforce their dreams? Could I show up in their life? It's about them. And that's why when you said it was unscripted and I knew everything, Because you are a vibration of love and you've been preparing to be you your entire life. So of course you can talk, right? And when you said surrender and surrender is about letting go, I hear surrender and I'm like, yeah, it's surrendering this part of you that thinks it has to do the heavy lifting. It's like, it's God that comes through you. It's the water flowing through the faucet. You know what to do. You just line it up. You just line up with it. And it's going to give you the words because what's more impressive than somebody walking in a room and being loving? Nothing. Nothing. But when you're really there and then you're not trying to figure out what you're going to say, maybe you're even just holding space for a second and there's love coming out of you. Well, when you're loving, it's really hard to be self-conscious. When you're there to be loving to someone else and to hold space, it's really hard to be like, how do I look? Ego gets to shut up when we go to love. And if you're a nurse, that's all you are. Thank you so much for everything. This community is everything, really. I am so, so grateful to have come into your world when I did and and gone through me to do this when I did and and the people that 
you know, are part of the community, have stayed part of the community. And I wanted to come to tell you that I'm in a better place because I think that you deserve to know how much you are impacting the lives of people that you have created a safe space and a container for. But I also wanted to let other members of this community who were incredibly gracious to me and made me feel loved that if you're going through a rough time, ride the wave. Because I promise you, you'll come out the other side. And sometimes you need to go through the pain to realize that it wasn't for for naught and something else is waiting for you on the other side. And for me, there was a lot of lessons that I thought I had already done and I needed to do more work, you know, and, and I think I, I'm coming out the other side and now I feel more expansive and more open to be willing to accept that. And I wouldn't have been, I think, had I not gone through the last four or five months and the things that that felt really unfair and kind of pissed me off. And I, you know, thought I'm trying so hard to manifest a good life and do all the things and nothing was happening. And I, and I just realized now that I was just coming at it from the wrong place and I needed to go through some stuff to be able to get to where I am now. So yeah, I just, I, I wanted to share that with everybody else who might be struggling too. So thank you so much again. Oh, it was so great. I'm so grateful that you shared it and you just lifted everybody. So Thank you. And just keep sharing because there's going to be so many more developments and we get lifted by it. So, and I'm so happy for you. And so is everybody else. And I'm so happy for all the people that you're talking to in these programs and groups because, oh my gosh. And last thing is you said, oh, and then I was channeling you. It's like, no, you're channeling, right? That place where we meet, we meet in that vibration where we let go and we love and we just trust it. You know, that's you. Oh my gosh. How amazing was that? Thank you again to Michelle for being so vulnerable and so open. I know she's learning to get comfortable with celebrating the wins, but it's just so true that when one of us rises, we all rise. Like when one wave is rising, it it moves the whole ocean. And I'm just so happy for her. You can give her some love and follow her on Instagram at curis underscore consulting dot CA. And Curis is spelled C-U-R-I-S. And she's so generous. She has a program starting in October. And if you want a 30% discount, you can just DM her on Instagram with the word Kathy and she'll give you the discount link. All right, before we keep going, I just want to thank our sponsors. Whether you work for yourself or you're part of a team, it's time to get creative. Make your online presence and your business stand out from the rest with Issue. Issue is the all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital content from marketing materials to magazines, flip books and brochures, and tons more. Instead of having to scroll through PDFs, Issue features your creative in an easy-to-view way on every device. I'm a fan because there's no reformatting required, which can take up a lot of time. With Issue, just make it once and distribute it everywhere. And even better, your content is already optimized for engagement and ready to share. I love that issue also works seamlessly with tools that my team and a lot of you already use like Canva, Dropbox, and InDesign. This is such a great resource for creators, marketers, designers, and really anyone who wants to make content that stands out. And you can start using issue for free. They also offer premium features that give a more customized experience. So you can get started with issue today for free. Or if you sign up for a premium account, you can get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use the promo code dreamjob. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast and use the promo code dreamjob at checkout for your free account or 50% off your premium account. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code dreamjob. This is it, the putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours, but on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. It gives you visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, pretty much everything you need to grow all in one place. Plus, with NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time, all while staying well ahead of your competition. In fact, 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite, which is really Really super impressive. Over 29,000 businesses already use NetSuite. NetSuite has a new financing program for those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash dreamjob. Head to netsuite.com slash dreamjob for the special one-of-a-kind financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses, netsuite.com slash dreamjob. 
All right, now we're going to shift gears and move into a conversation I had with a fashion designer that I really love. Her name is Ramey Brooke. It's so cool. She built this beautiful company more than a decade ago. She was in her 40s when she started it. She didn't have a formal degree in fashion, and now her clothing is sold in more than 250 boutiques and high-end retailers, including the Ramey Brooke flagship store in Soho, Neiman Marcus, Bergdorf Goodman, Nordstrom, Saks Fifth Avenue, and Bloomingdale's, where that's where I usually buy the stuff. And it's just no surprise that her clothes have become so popular because they're beautiful and it makes you feel so good about yourself and sexy and confident and feminine and strong. She is making an impact through her business, but she's also done a lot of philanthropic work for Samuel Waxman Cancer Research Foundation, City of Hope, Project ALS's Women in the Brain Initiative. Ramey has a big heart and her message is really important. We, we all deserve to feel our best because when we feel our best, we can be our best self. And as a huge fan of her clothes and just what she's about, I was just so happy to have her on. So without further ado, please welcome the wonderful Ramey Brooke. Ramey, I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited as well. You are somebody who I personally wear your clothing on the daily. It makes me feel so... Thank you. (laughs) It makes me feel like such a boss. It's the combo of like feeling so sexy and also so just like a queen in owning my space. And you've just done such an incredible job with everything, every detail. So I want to know where this all started and how it even came to be. So take us back. Thank you. Um, So I started my company in the beginning of 2010. And at that time, my kids were five, seven, and 10. So they were already like out of the house by 7.30, bust off to school. So I, I had really a full day of not much to do. So I was spending a lot of time shopping, going to lunch with friends, just- As it of, should be, yep. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, that gets a little old quickly, but True. Um, in that time, I was always looking for just a sexy top. I had a lot of jeans, dressed very casual, um, and all I wanted to do was grab something out of my closet, which I always looked at my closet that I have nothing to wear. Um, and then I came back and I said to my husband, I said, you know what? I can't find anything, which obviously is like kind of silly because it's a closet full of clothes. But what I really wanted to wear didn't exist, or at least where I was shopping. So that's how I came up with the idea. And I said to my husband, I'm, I'm just going to learn how to make it. And that's what I did. And living in New York, you know, there's a whole garment center I knew nothing about it out of college. I was in advertising. So this was just something I didn't have any experience with. And one thing led to another. And eventually I came up with six um, sexy tops and one very mini dress. And that was like the start to my business, working out of my apartment for three years. Wow. I feel like that's the, the idea for like a book or a TV show. I have nothing to wear because it is so true that no matter what your age and how many times you've been to the mall, like you look at your closet, you're like, I have nothing to wear. And it's just that I think so often when women go to buy things, maybe we're buying things because of price or we're buying things because it's trendy or somebody had it, but we're not necessarily buying pieces that fully support the vision we have for ourselves, how we want to walk in the world, what makes us feel totally alive. But then for you to go ahead and say like, oh, I'm just going to do it, even though you had zero experience. (laughs) I mean, I say all the time, and I'm sure this is something someone said on my show that I now repeat, which is everybody has an idea, but execution wins every time because people don't do their ideas. And so for you to do it, what on earth? I mean, and you had little kids. I have three daughters, five, eight, and 10. And, and like, you're like, oh yeah, I'm just going to create something out of nothing. <laughs> so what is the mindset that women who are listening might be able to, to take a baby bit from? It was very organic what I did, which probably made it easier because I wasn't in a rush and I was willing to learn from anybody who would help me. And it was really all women who were helping me. Stephanie Greenfield, who started and owned Scoop, she was really helpful. Jennifer Miller, um, she's a jeweler and has a jewelry store. She was really helpful. And 
little by little, I would just sit with them and learn and understand like how I could build a business, but also pursue my, my vision. And that's what made it interesting, exciting, and also fun to interact with all these fabulous women. So I didn't beat myself up in the beginning when you make mistakes, which is every day, all the time. Um, So I think my advice to a lot of these women would be continue to pursue your vision and your dream and really just ask everyone for help. Yeah. And you know, this word I just wrote down because you said it a few times is the word vision. And I think that's the most important word that you use because so often because we have so many limiting beliefs that play over and over again, we lose the vision so fast. And when you are so clear of the vision and you just take all of your energy and all of your faculties and all of your resources, and you just keep looking at that horizon, you just keep looking at the island, you're going to land there. But if you don't have that vision, and you don't really allow it to fully sort of become part of every fiber of your being, good luck, right? And I mean, that's probably the through line with everyone who's been on this show. It's like, that's what you're talking about. So now let's talk about some of the big like inflection points, the big milestone moments. So you started, you said with like a few tops and like one mini, mini dress. Yep. (laughs) What's the next big milestone? Like, did you get discovered by somebody? Was there a big buyer at one point? Like what was the next big milestone after that? So after I had that small collection, I did trunk shows and my first trunk show was at my sister's house who lives in New Jersey. Cause she's funny. Like her friends would never not show up. So I'm like, I'm going to go there first. Yeah. See, but this um, is perfect. It's like you take yeah. have this big vision, but then you take the tiniest next step. That's it. So that's, you know, so in that process of doing trunk shows, everybody knew someone who owned a boutique. So I had no idea what the wholesale business was. Right. I just was like, I'm going to sell these great tops. You're going to pick out the silhouette. You're going to tell me what color you want. You're going to pay me and I'm going to go make it for you, which really wasn't a model that I could continue because my factory was in Brooklyn. It was one woman who had a sample room. But that's what I did to understand, to start start and to learn. And so in that time, there was a girl who was a personal shopper at Bergdorf's and she had a ton of clients. A lot of them were friends of mine. And I think, you know, my friends were wearing these tops. It was a beautiful silk black button down, something really simple, but wasn't sold at Bergdorf's or anywhere And so she actually um, started sending clients to me because she felt like that was also missing. So through that connection, we eventually hooked up with the buyers at Bergdorf Goodman. And that was one of my big like wow moments is when they were the first department store to um, carry my line. So, and when you say you're Bergdorf Goodman, that's like a, a really big deal to everybody else. And that was, that was a big aha moment for me. It's so big on so many levels. It's funny. Cause I picked up this Bobby Brown lipstick and they were also her first buyer with eight lipsticks. That's how she started. But what's so big about it is not only is it like definitely the creme de la creme of like luxury, but so many people who I talk to, I speak to millions of women every year and we have this assumption that when we're starting, depending on our own perception of our expertise or lack thereof, mm-hmm. that there are certain places where just, oh, well, that could never happen. In order to be there, I would have to have already been here and there and there. And it's like, you get oh, to yeah. take, there's all the fishing holes in the world are available, right? Like who's to say you could be sketching somebody's face in Central Park and making $18 for your visual artwork, or you could be at the Met, right? Like you decide to be a match for either one, right? And just just reminding that 
to yourself when you tell that story, I think is really huge. Cause again, we, we just have this fake playbook in our head of like, that could never happen. Why would I even, but it does happen. And that's, um, you know, other advice, people are going to shoot you down all the time. You know, they're going to be like, Oh, so-and-so try that. It just didn't work. Or this one. Yeah. She had a business for a while and it was a really bad experience. So I just kind of blocked out everybody. Maybe it was naive, probably naive, um, which worked in my favor. Cause I was like, well, I don't care what you say. I, I'm just going to do it. Like the girls in New Jersey wore it. <laughs> my friends like it. And then like, it was, you know, the organic growth really um, helped with my confidence in building the business. Because once you start to really go into the wholesale world and start to work with the department stores, there's, you know, there's a lot of uphill battles that you have to get through in order to be successful. It's interesting how many people have come on this show and said, and everyone told me, oh, that will never work. It's just so funny. It's almost like a joke. It's like satire. Like, Really? You also I'm like, someone has to succeed. I'm like, one person has to. It's unbelievable how many people's dreams never would have gotten anywhere if they listened to that. So funny how that's always, well, that'll never work. Um, So then you talked about how there's this need for sort of resilience because you're going to go through some process, right? And that's every business iterates, right? Like every single business is going to have moments where the market doesn't want it in that color or they want it at that size or at that time of year, that's part of it. But what, what are you alluding to that you think is really then needed within a person to sort of sustain themselves through some of those rough waters? Um, Well, for me, I was very lucky to have a husband who was very helpful and supportive, especially when the kids were younger, because it's hard to do work with like all young kids around and, um, and concentrating on building something to succeed. So that was truly helpful. And then the support of all my friends too, like everybody was willing to either host a show or also just help me sell. Like my college roommate, I picked her up on the way to half these shows. I'm like, you know, she's a lawyer, but she doesn't work. So I'm like, you have to help me. Right. Um, so I'm like, and, and every friend, the support was unbelievable. They all were so happy to like get on board to help me build this business. Because in the beginning, as I said, I didn't really have a plan. I was working out of my apartment and then I took another apartment in my building because I had so many orders that I just, I didn't know where to put everything. So oh the, the support of, you know, people around you Whoever, whomever that may be, whether it's your parents or siblings, for me, that was extremely helpful and encouraging too. And I really wanted to succeed and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed being organized and working and creating something and seeing people wear my clothes when I was at a restaurant. Yeah, that's really cool. And speaking of seeing people wear your clothes in my notes, my producer, Emma, she was like, you know, Selena Gomez. Gomez, Kate Beckinsale, Cindy Crawford, Alyssa Milano, like all these people, Mila Kunis, Jessica Alba, all these people have been wearing your, your clothes. <laughs> how did that start? Like, how did that kind of go viral? When did that all transcend into sort of like Hollywood? Right. So when I was originally at Bergdorf's and I was hooked up with like the head, head personal shopper, not the girl who sent people to me, but her boss, I went to go see her. And I lined up my clothes in this beautiful dressing room and the stylist for Chelsea Handler came in because she was doing a show in New York and she came in and she saw everything. She goes, I'll take all of these. And the buyer, I mean, the shopper was like, what, you know, that's great. But like, we don't even sell her stuff here. So I connect, I happened to be there and I connected with that stylist for Chelsea And I gave her all those tops and she ended up wearing it for opening night of her um, performance at the Beekman. So that was like the first like kind of celebrity to wear the clothes. And then just through talking to people, I met someone else who was a celebrity stylist and 
she meets with all these people and started like really giving my clothes out to different celebrities. And some of them really have their favorites. Like they love, they either love the pants, Cindy Crawford, she and I have a mutual friend and she, it's a clothing line that's great for so many um, ages. And especially um, as you get older, you still want to feel sexy and put on sexy clothes, but you're not wearing what you wore from 20 years ago. So um, Cindy loved it. She became like a full supporter of the brand. Uh, So I kind of got lucky there. You know, it's interesting because you can say get lucky, but there is, there's no doubt that when somebody is vibrating, like fully in the magic of possibility, the synchronicity is just nonstop. And that's the thing is that it's like tuning the radio to a certain station that you're really able to hear clearly and then anything else that's in that same frequency, that same station, you just find each other. You just, you're like vibrating in the same way. I see so many women who have sort of turned off their sexiness. And it's interesting and it's actually heavy. It's very heavy. Like, you know, since a lot of little girls have been little and I'm not even talking about big T trauma stuff. I'm just talking about little paper cuts along the way where women start to feel like, Oh, if I, you know, say this, maybe someone will look at me like this, or if I kind of own it, you know, maybe the other girls will actually say something like there's a lot of little things and big things that I think over time, women kind of shut down their sexiness. They kind of shut down their fully embodied feminine self. And when I say fully embodied, I mean all of our chakras, like all of our energy centers, like you're wise, you're strong, you're happy, you're sexy, but all of it to turn off the part of us that's a sexual being, it's not even about sex itself. It's about so much more than that. There is a dynamic at play when we are fully in our feminine, just like when, when someone's fully in their masculine, like it's so important to be fully and wholly alive. And I think so many women are out of touch with it. And I want to know why you find that word so important and, and, and why you think every woman can find a place inside of them where they can feel sexy. Cause I think that yeah. people think they can. I mean, I guess for me that translates to feeling good about yourself. So that word, I guess, has many, many connotations and they could be good and they could be bad according to the world, but they should never be bad. So I think it's a word that's like scary for a lot of people and women, you know, are judged in so many ways. So, you know, if you're a mom with little kids, you're, you know, it's still okay to feel sexy and dress sexy and, you know, look good. You don't have to be that old vision of a 1950s housewife. But for me, that word like embodies so much about women and how they feel. So the word sexy to me means wearing something that when you walk out the door, you're like, wow, I feel great. So that word has so many different meanings. We always say sexy, happy, strong. And this brand is meant to empower women the minute they put this clothes on their body. You know, they are who you are, who you are. And then this only helps you become even stronger, happier, sexier, better, Uh, because you're feeling good about yourself. So it really is all about internally how you feel. Yeah, 100%. I also love that your clothing is not just sexy, but it's also really feminine. And in the colors you use, there's like an edgy sexiness with this softness. And I can't really explain it, but when I see it, I I see it in my, like right there in front of me. We talk a lot on this show about the business of branding and aesthetics and how you call people forward to the brand with like a certain world you create with this brand. What were some of those intentional things you were, you were really clear about, which is, you know, which is in the brand, all of the way in which you've done the branding? So I think because I had a certain aesthetic it was important to me to emphasize, which isn't always easy to do in in branding, is that this is a brand that's good for women of so many ages. 
I always say it's like good for 18 to 80. So, you know, the fact that I could wear something, my daughter could wear something and my mother could wear something just shows that no matter what age you are, there is something that we have for you that makes you feel great. You know, the message is, this is a brand for women. It's to make you feel good about yourself, to empower you and get you through the day. So you're confident, which, you know, when you're confident and you feel you look great, it's easy to get out there in the world. Yeah. I'm loving the conversation, but we're just going to take a quick ad break. A lot of you dream of having your own business or maybe you already have built it, but having your own business also means running your own business. If you're living your entrepreneurial dream, but struggling with tedious administrative tasks like HR and payroll or employee benefits, let Gusto help. Gusto offers all-in-one payroll and HR for growing businesses. From full-service payroll and benefits to team management tools and more, Gusto makes it easy to support your hardworking team in one intuitive platform. I've teamed up with Gusto and they're offering you your first three months free at gusto.com slash dreamjob. Gusto is loved by both businesses and employees. They put everything in one place so there's no more time wasted jumping from application to application. And what's really amazing is that most Gusto customers are able to run payroll in 10 minutes or less. Plus, Gusto helps with the hard stuff too, like filing payroll taxes, compliance, new state tax registration, international contractor payments in 90 countries, and counting. I think it's so important to have a good payroll and HR platform to take care of these tasks that you're probably not so excited to do, but are still essential to keeping your business going. So with Gusto, you can free up that mental capacity and direct your energy towards growing your vision. Join the more than 200,000 new and growing businesses that are using Gusto to build a great workplace for their employees. Right now, Gusto is offering our listeners three months free at gusto.com slash dreamjob. Get easy payroll, benefits, HR, and a happier team. So go to gusto.com slash dreamjob for your first three months free. There's an idea in the business space. We hear a lot about how you have to own your niche and you should make something, you know, Instead of having a restaurant that has everything on the menu, like just make grilled cheese. So I'm wondering what you think about those rules, because you're saying we make everything that feels really sexy and empowering for women 18 to 80. And it hasn't held you back that you're not specific in like this particular age group. So what do you think about that idea of being only for a certain niche? I think it's good to expand but we initially concentrated on just ready to wear. So I wanted to get that right. And then I realized, you know what? People aren't going to look at me as a collection. It's going to be hard to like get a section of my own or get my name on the wall at these department stores. So I'm going to now start to do everything in that ready to wear world and really hone in on all the clothing. Cause we already have that woman, but now we're going to give her denim. Now we're going to give her a sweater. So when people do say hone in on your craft, there is something to say about that. But at some point, it's okay to break out because you're learning different things. Yeah, yeah. The other thing though, that does put you in a certain world and not in other worlds is the price and the quality of the materials, right? Because you know, having a niche is not just based on age group. It's also based on other things. And one of the things is the quality and the price that already puts you in a niche, you know, like there's yeah. nothing that I can, if I'm going to buy something that's Ramey Brook, it's, I'm not spending 50 bucks. I'm not spending a hundred bucks. Like there just isn't anything. And I, I want to delve into this because if there's one piece of resistance that is like the creme de la creme for every woman that I talk to who wants to start a business, it's this feeling around shame for charging at a certain premium. It's like this assumed responsibility that kindness means your price. Right. That's interesting. In your business yep. should be accessible to everyone when, like Tori Birch creates, and so do you. I'm just using her as an example. Like, foundations. Like if you want to be kind and giving, you can do that. And you can create a brand that is priced exactly where it needs to be in the market. I just want to hear what you have to say about women who think they need to charge less because they would no longer be a good person, a kind person, <laughs> if they were to price something that not every person can buy today. Right. Um, so, you know, I was very inspired by the high-end designers, Gucci, Prada, 
But I also thought that those prices were getting very high for something that was just a black silk blouse. And, and that's really like the impotence of why I started. I'm like, I don't want to spend a thousand dollars on something that looks like it shouldn't be a thousand dollars. Right. So there's different levels of what people think the cost should be, but I never even thought that price had anything to do with kindness. Um, it doesn't. And it's like a lot that we do at Ramey Brook, people won't even know half the charities that we're involved with because it's just from the heart. It doesn't, it's nothing that's even publicized because that's who I am as a person and like things that I believe in. And then I did originally when I start had a price in mind based on the designer level, something that was going to be way less. But I do think it's important, you know, when you get to that point and you are known to give back in many ways, whether it's charity driven, speaking to young girls, doing everything you can with women in business. And when you start to build something and then you have an audience, I do think it's a big responsibility, especially as a true woman owned brand to help others and get the message out there. Yeah. And what's interesting is that for me, I like it more when things are expensive. That makes me like the dress more Mm -hmm. because it's about a story I'm telling myself about my own worth in the moment when I go to buy something that's expensive and that gets taken from me. If I'm buying something that's less expensive, there is a feeling when you walk you know, out of the Gucci store, you feel like, oh, I just co-signed abundance in my life. I just co-signed what's possible for myself. And it's interesting because my grandmother who grew up like, you know, immigrants from, you know, Eastern Europe lived in literally that tenement house in uh, Lower East Side is amazing because that's exactly how she lived. And uh, even with all of that, when eventually they were able to like move to Long Island and, you know, they worked hard and they started a business and da, 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 da. I say this because even growing up so poor, which they both were, she used to tell me buy value, don't buy price. And what happened as a result is every single thing she bought, she a loved it and B it lasted forever. So I have in my dining room, her solid cherry wood dining set, solid cherry wood. And my mom says like in 1950 or whatever, when grandma bought this whole thing and it was all, every piece in the house was, even though it was like mortgaging a house, she said this, this furniture will last forever. And every time she would go to the store, which wasn't every day, but if she would go, she would go to Saks and she would say, you see this scarf? I'm going to be able to give you this scarf. Do you see this ring? Do you see this? Don't buy price, Kathy, buy the value. And it gives me the chills because this is coming from somebody who was so poor as a child Mm -hmm. that she used to like stuff her fridge with food. She would never throw anything out. Like she had all of that Michigas, like she absolutely did. And she was so dead on. She used to say to me, if you buy something for price, you overpaid and it's expensive because it's going to break. You're not going to really like it. And it's going to look at the lining. She would say, look at this dress. Look at the lining. This isn't well-made. You should never have bought this. Wow. Yeah. And my, my friend and mentor, Seth Godin says to me that low price is a race to the bottom because you can sell something faster and then you just have to make a million, you know, apologies later because it's not made it like, think about it. You could buy organic food at air one or whole foods or you can buy something cheaper, which has tons of preservatives that's costing you your health. So which one is expensive? Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Anyways, in terms of everything you just said about having a women-owned brand, and we can kind of talk about this for a few minutes and then we'll wrap up from where you sit behind the scenes. What's the percentage, whether you know the real number or not, just how many brands are actually women owned and what is it like for a woman to have a woman owned and led business? And what are you, what are you hoping to, to do and lead by example to, to change? You know, that is such an interesting question because certain brands, which you think are probably owned by women really aren't. Um, there's major investors, private equity, 
And I don't know the answer of how many brands are truly women-owned brands, but it's not as many as you would think. But what's important for the women-owned brands, A, is the clothing. Like I have to wear it, wash it, go out in it, like put it on my body to understand how a woman feels. It's very hard for other brands to live and breathe their brand if the person behind that name is not the person. So there's nothing that leaves, you know, our, our office, our factory, our design without my approval. And not everything is meant for my body type. I fully understand that, but it has to be meant for another woman trying it on. So she says, it's not tight. Like I want people to feel good. It's not like made by someone who doesn't care. So, yeah, I mean, that sounds so basic and necessary. And yet it's like, how much of history have women been listening to people tell them things and they don't really have any sense of understanding of what actually they need, you know? Right. I mean, it's really interesting when, when Tamara Mellon was here, she told the sort of inside scoop of what was happening at Jimmy Choo. And she's like, I basically was sitting around a table with like nine guys and me and right. it was not working. Like nobody and she didn't even get the credit for all those great. Nothing. Designs. So Nothing. I remember that. I remember hearing that. I'm thinking when she finally eventually left to start her own brand, but I was like, I had no idea that she was like, exactly. Nobody does behind that brand. Yeah. It's interesting. So if you were, kind of leaving us today with some some advice for women who are listening right now who want to start a business, who want to grow a business. There's so much you could say. I mean, you've been working in a successful business for so many years, but what's maybe one thing that they could think about or they could do? What's one next step maybe on the journey? So one of the things I did was I really educated myself with certain things that I had no idea how to do. I really wanted to understand everything from like A to Z in my business and and just learn how to do it myself. And then obviously as you grow, you need more help because you're not gonna know everything and you shouldn't be expected to know everything. So it is okay to get the right team. And everything starts with the leadership. It begins at the top. So the way you start your company, run your company, build your company is all going to come from you. So it's very important to lead by example. And it's just good to keep that in mind, no matter what you do in life. Okay. Last question. If you could look back at your younger self in business and give her advice that would have just helped speed things up, what would you say to her? Probably so many things. (laughs) You know, so my younger self, I would say you can't beat yourself up over everything bad that happens. There's a perception of when you see a brand or you look at clothing, you're like, oh, they're so successful. You know, you just automatically think like they're great. Sure. And then you realize that's obviously not true. We saw through the pandemic how many of these brands went bankrupt and went out of business. Brands that I thought was like strong and, and, and made money and successful. So I think I would tell my younger self, like you have to be careful of different perceptions and what you believe is successful. Just really focus on your own business and what you could do right without worrying about everybody else around you. Like always wondering what people say, what people think. So if you just continue to go on your journey and just focus and like understand that like your passion is going to be the reason for your success. I think that's important to tell my younger self as problems happen all the time. Wow. That's really interesting. I feel like a lot of the women who listen to this show are also just like pleasers and want to be liked so badly. And when something it takes very little to shut down if we have this perception that we are not liked or that somebody is upset with us. And when you're visible and you have a business, 
it's impossible that you're not going to have some people who are not happy oh, with yeah. it or don't like you. And yeah, and- it's, it's like, really, it's a buyer's job when they come and look at our collection, not to love everything, but for me, it's very personal. <laughs> so I've learned to walk in and out of the appointments and let my sales team handle it. Cause when they criticize something or, or say they don't like it, it's very personal <laughs> for me, but they're just trying to do what works for their customer. Not everybody is the same. So I've had to, I've had to learn that and figure out ways around it. Yeah. Well, that's really good advice. And it's good to hear from someone like, you know, who's in your position that you're still dealing with that because again, it's not personal. It's just business. And they, like you said, they have to do what's right for their customer and their customers might live in Minnesota and they don't want anything that's not made of wool. And and, you know what I mean? It has like nothing to do with anything other than what they need for their people, which is, is really not as much a reflection on you as it is on what they need for them. So tell everybody where they can follow along and buy some of the pieces and where's the best place to find you? So, I mean, the best place to find our full collection would be on our website, ramybrook.com. If you are in the New York area, we have a store on Madison Avenue, 980 Madison, between 76 and 77. So awesome. Which is great. And we're right across the street from the Carlisle, around the block from the Mark. So if you're making a weekend in New York, those are fun places to stay. If you are in the Hamptons in the summer, we have a pop-up shop in Southampton. And then we are sold in pretty much all the major department stores. So you could find us at Bloomingdale's, Nordstrom, Saks, Neiman's. You can find us on ShopUp and over 250 boutiques around the country. Awesome. You must feel so proud of yourself and it must just be really (laughs) exciting to see that store on Madison Avenue. That's been exciting. I love that. How long have you had it there? We opened up September, 2019. Oh, So it's pretty recent. And you sustained yourself through this pandemic. Yeah. I mean, there's some tough choices, but we're resilient and learned how to pivot. Amazing. This was really fun. I'm so happy that we got to connect and uh, it was so nice to meet you. Likewise. Thanks so much. That was so fun. All right. Well, I also wanted to let you know that if you're a new customer, you can get 15% off on her website, ramybrook.com. They have beautiful pieces. So go check it out. And here are the takeaways. Number one, surrender isn't about giving up. It's about letting go of what no longer serves you. Number two, the shifts might be small, but they make big things happen. Number three, there is no you. It's you and me. It's us. Number four, if you're caught in the subconscious, go into love. There's no room for the ego when you're busy going into love. Number five, you've been preparing to be you your entire life. Number six, if you're going through a rough time, ride the wave. Sometimes you need to go through the pain to realize that it wasn't for naught and something else is waiting for you on the other side. Number seven, sexy, happy, strong. You're your best self when you're feeling good. Number eight, buy value, not price. Number nine, don't beat yourself up for the things that don't go your way. Focus on your own vision and what you can do right instead of worrying about everybody else around you. And number 10, lead by example. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting me. Thank you for being a part of this community. There's so many fun things brewing. There's so many cool things in store. And I want to take you behind the scenes a little bit. I feel like in some future episodes, I want to tell you what's been happening, but there's just some cool expansion happening and uh, I'm just here for it. I'm so here to just keep raising my hand to do this assignment and just to keep walking with you arm in arm and just feeling more and more like who we came here to be. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to get in on the giveaway that I'm doing, go find me and follow me at kathy.heller on Instagram. And if you're loving this podcast, if there's any episode that's touched your heart or inspired you, like the one we did on Monday with Amy Purdy, oh my gosh, who does not need to hear that episode, right? The whole world should hear that episode. Do me a favor and think of one person and email them the link right now. Take a second and text the link email the link or post about the show on your Instagram stories and tag me and I'll reshare some of them. That episode with Amy was amazing. This episode today was so inspiring too, but it's like there's been 600 plus episodes. If there's one episode that's touched you, 
it does so much for the show, but it also might do so much for your friend or for your sister or for your coworker if you were to share the show because there's just been so much love poured into every episode. So I appreciate you guys sharing the episodes. And if you want to join me on my retreat, you can go to kathyheller.com slash retreat to reserve your spot. And you can also look on my Instagram because I will be doing one more giveaway this week for $300 to American Airlines as well as 50% off the retreat. So go check that out on my Instagram. And if you want to share about this show and you want to give the girls some love, you can go find Michelle. She's at curis, C-U-R-I-S underscore consulting dot C-A. And Ramey is at Ramy Brooke, R-A-M-Y Brooke. I love you so much. I'll leave you with a song and have a great weekend.